0: Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above, so remember this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello kinky and kink curious folk out there, my name is sir inc and on this podcast we're going to discuss do good girls get gifts of course good girls get gifts of course they do right but what do they get gifts for Hmm, what should you reward a sub for so i have a couple different takes on that so for example i like To see a journal every day. Now. When I first start off with a sub. Maybe the first month or so. I might reward her with a little something. You know for doing the journals. But other than that not really. Like this is something that I want as a routine. Task. So I'm not going to reward you. For things that are routine. Because it's like. Things that I do for her for routine. I don't want her to think that those things are. Special or. Those things are, um, can be done if she feels like it or anything like that. No, these are routine things. Whether we're speaking or not speaking, those things have to be done. So for those things, no. But if I give a special task, uh, let's say I'm telling her to go to the store on a Wednesday and grab a, a white candle and light it by 7 o'clock and things like that, things of that nature then she may get a reward for that. But uh, other than that, I'm not just giving out rewards for every little thing that I'm asking to be done. So you have to, so in my opinion, you have to know what you're rewarding for. Now, do good girls get gifts just because? Yes, of course they do. Because a man wants to show appreciation for his woman, of course you should reward her. Of course you should reward her with gifts because you care and you want to be nice. I mean that's kind of regular stuff, right? Now you not you do not necessarily want to just keep rewarding just the small things because when they do do bigger things, how do you reward that? You know, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to spoil someone. Because what happens is if you if you Give rewards for small things. Then when they do big things, what do you do or you know when they do more difficult tasks? um, Do you up the scale on what you give? So this is something that we have to ask ourselves. This is what you as a Dom have to work out in your mind and then have that conversation with her also. Should you let yourself know exactly what the reward will be? I think so. I think a lot of times you should. You should say, I want you to do this. And for that, you may get this. And sometimes it's, I want you to do this and don't say there's a reward and then give them a reward, right? So you got to mix that up a little bit. You You want people to guess what's coming next. You don't always want to foreshadow it, right? Sometimes you do, because maybe it's real important. Like, I need you to do this. You have to do this. And if you do that correctly, you'll get this. Let them know the stakes is high, right? But not all the time do you want to just, you know, tell them what the reward will be. Because then they might think in their mind, even though it's a sub, they should do it. Regardless, they might think, well, damn, you know, he gave me a bracelet for this last task that was... Less than this, and I'm getting, I'm going to get a book to do this test, which is a little bigger. So to take all that thought out of their mind, because that can affect motivation, and they may not voice their opinion on that. You want to mix it up a little bit, okay? You want to mix it up a little bit. Good girl gets gifts, but you have to know what you're rewarding. You don't want to reward something that's very minimal, because then you risk spoiling them. And Lord knows you don't want to spoil a brat, but so much, because if you spoil a brat, they're going to speak out on it. And then you as a dom could take it as a slight like, oh, you don't appreciate what I give you. No, that's not the case. You might have given her a little too much. So her expectations have grown maybe a little bit beyond where you are with it. So you have to always keep that in mind. You always have to think ahead. You always have to think in a structure. How you're gonna structure this out? You as a dom should never just do anything just to do it. You shouldn't just give a reward if they, you know, if they make up the bed, uh, which is something that I require on a regular basis. You don't want to give her a Bergen bag because she made up the bed for one month in a row. You know that might be a little too much. It, at least in my opinion, I think that's a little too much, right? But to me, she might have earned. Um, a uh, a uh, uh, a day spa treatment, or you know, her nails and uh, 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 a spa treatment, you know, something like that, like you know, getting her nails and her and a and her pedicure done, you know, uh, at a special spot, you know, a high end spot, something like that, opposed to going all grandiose with you know something real expensive, so on and so forth. Also, you have to know the sub you have. Do you have the kind of woman that's a submissive? That's a very high-end woman. And what I mean by high-end woman is the things that she likes for herself are real high-end stuff. Like, you know, Chanel bags, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton and all that. So if you have that kind of sub, you have to know what your spending power is, number one. Number two, you have to adjust what your rewards are going to be accordingly, Right and here's another thing if you can't afford it then you gotta know that you have to be able to say that right because you may give her something less than and she might feel like she's being slighted she may not really voice that but it's going to come out because it's all energy so you have to understand who you are as a dom who your sub is the kind of gifts that she buys herself See how she treats herself. Maybe she's one of those people that really don't spend money on herself, right? So if you buy like a Louis Vuitton bag, that might be something that she's like, wow, that's a little bit too much for me and that's not who I am. So you really have to understand the woman that you have, the kind of submissive she is, her submission to you. And so you can gauge a lot of different aspects of uh, reward and discipline and these things, this is not a non-thinking man's game. You have to be a thinker when it comes to your woman, to your submissive. Because you you have to give out tasks, protocols, uh, expectations. You have to have all these things. You have to mix them in and you have to be on top of them yourself. You can't let much slide. People are just going to be people. Not everyone is going to do something wrong. Or run a foul on purpose. Some will say brats will just to test you, but some people don't necessarily not do things correctly the way you wanted to because they uh just didn't care. Sometimes it could be your oversight, you know? Maybe you're dealing with a sub with an overactive mind. Whereas though they struggle with planning things. So you as a dominant, you don't want to place them in a situation where they're going to fail. So like you don't want to place a sub in a situation where she has to. Let's say, for example. Choose a restaurant, make the reservation. uh, So on and so forth, right? Because they may not be good at deciding. So if you don't tell them make a reservation for seven o'clock at um, at the chart house. On Friday, such and so on and so forth. Then if you leave it up to them, pick the restaurant, pick the time, they may get flustered because now they're they're overthinking it. They're like, well, I don't know if he's going to like here. Um, there's too much traffic over there at that one. And so now they get so bogged down, they mess around and, and mess this whole thing up because you put them in a situation that's not good for them. And then you'll want to punish them for not coming through for you in the way that you liked. But you got to know your sub. If she's not good at planning, you have to be the one to plan things. So you want to give people, you want to give subs tasks and protocols that fit them, that you know they can follow through on. And the places that might be important to you that they may fall short on, you have to coach them up a little harder in that area. Remember, you're the coach, they're the player. You will have to coach them up in areas that they're weak in that's most important to you. There might be a place where they're weakened that doesn't really matter to you. You're not that anal about it. So those things doesn't really matter. You might let water go underneath the bridge on that one. But if it's something that's very important to you, like, example, for me, making up the bed in the morning, then you have to be on them. If she's not a a, a tidy person, then you have to be on her about being tidy. You have to have a little bit more patience. Yes, you may want to issue a discipline for her falling short, but it's an area that you're going to have to keep working on with her because it's a place that she struggles with. She's always struggled with that. And we're mature, right? I mean, at least I'm over 40. So I know if I'm meeting someone that's over 40 or in their 30s, they, you know, they already have a pattern for themselves. And if I'm asking them to be stronger in a place that they've always been weak their whole life, then I know that this is a place I'm gonna have to have a little more patience and I'm gonna have to be on them a little bit more, show them the importance of how that, the importance of what it is to me and how that is important to our dynamic. It's a us thing and we're gonna work our way through it. Now, after a certain amount of times that I'm on her about it, then I can start running disciplines, right? But now what's the discipline for not making up the bed? Will it be her going to the corner for two minutes and kneeling? Or will it be her getting 40 strikes with a whip? Now, whoever's listening, to those listening, I know you're saying, damn, 40 40 lashes with a whip is a little, might be a little aggressive for not making up the bed one day. You're right. But these are things that I've heard guys do that I think is a little too excessive. I think not making up the bed might cause for a corner uh for a couple of minutes or having to hold a quarter to a wall while they stand on the tippy toes without letting it fall for five minutes. Something like that. But you know, but lashes with a whip is a little aggressive, especially 40, but I know of a situation where a guy did this to a woman over for, over something minimal, then something smaller than making up the bed. So you have to check yourself as a dominant because your level of sadism may not match the level of discipline you need to give that woman or that sub in general, if you're a dom or dominus. So we have to check ourselves. So this is, again, a thinking man's game because you are thinking dominance game. Let me get this correct because there's dominance that are not men that are female. So let me just be politically correct. If you're dominant, you can't be quickened to anger and you can't act out of the moment. A lot of times you have to have situations already thought out, especially a situation where a sub doesn't do something right. You already have to have anticipated. Okay, if they don't do this, what am I going to? What am I going to do? What is going to be the punishment? What's going to be my reaction? Right now, if it's a situation where the sub acts out out of nowhere and you have to react in that moment, okay? Okay, fine, but you still have to breathe, breathe. And then make a clear decision. Breathe. Breathe. Then make a decision. Because of the game that we're in. This power exchange. This kink exchange. We're using force a lot of times. Even when we're having um, fun in sessions. But punishment is is. You you, you use a lot of impact play sometimes, right? Unless you just have mental things that you're going to run on them. And you have to be careful of that too. But especially if you're going to be using implements that have impact on them, like punishing them with a whip or a paddle or a belt, you have to know your level. You have to know what kind of punishment you're going to administer to the offense that was given. We have to have that in balance. If we do not... You can hurt someone, you can hurt their, their psyche, and you can hurt them physically. And physically, they can recover, but it's the psychological damage that you want to be weary of. So remember, too, as a dominant, you're a nurturer. So, yes, good girls get gifts. You can nurture your, your sub, you can treat her great, you know. Um, and if she's an excellent sub far as handling the business, then. You can have stuff that we call punishments, right? Which is like playing like you punishing her, but you're having fun with it, right? So it's not like a punishment like she did something wrong. You're going to paddle her. No, we're going to have a session where I'm using a paddle and it's just having a session to just have impact play. Right, but with the intent that I'm hitting her or going to strike her with this paddle and and a punishment is not the same. Is the intent and the impact I would use if I'm giving her a punishment. So we have to know the difference between the two. Because again, you can really damage someone's psyche. If you handing out punishment level intent and power and impact. When you're just trying to have a session. And it be lighthearted and fun. So Remember. Good girls get gifts. I think that as a dominant, you should kind of know what your sub likes, the type of woman she is, how she treats herself. And you can gauge the kind of things that you need to buy her or give her as rewards and gifts. Again, you don't you never want to go too grandiose on something that's very minimal because now you're setting yourself up for you're setting a bar high for something small so you never want to start again making up the bed you get a bergen back at the end of the month and then you have a much higher task and then you give them uh you know a spa treatment then she's like well damn, the spa treatment is not is not the same value as the Bergen bag. So why did I get something bigger than the Bergen bag right now? These are things that you have to understand. When you're dealing with women, they think. Not all women overthink. But people can't help but place value on the things that you give them. Some people are more humble than others with what they receive. There's a lot of women that would take the Bergen bag for making up the bid and a really nice pen, for something else, right? You know, like they won't complain because they're very humble in what they receive. But then there's a lot of people that just can't help but gauge what they're getting. Because again, in any relationship is what you putting in and what you getting out. And some people are just humble. Some people have no mindset about whatever you give me is great. Not everybody has that mentality. So you got to know the woman you're dealing with. You got to know the kind of um, punishments you're going to give out, the kind of rewards you're going to give out, and just have a healthy lifestyle. So this is a short and sweet uh, little podcast here just talking about punishments, punishments, rewards. Do good girls get gifts? Of course they do. They should get them. And bad girls should get punished. But again, we have to know the levels of all that. That's why being a dominant is not easy because it's a thinking person's game. It's not for those who are just reactors and actors. This is for the thinkers. If you want to do it right, you have to have so many aspects of this thing thought out. And it's not that hard because once you understand who you are as a dominant, it's easier to convey that to who you're dealing with. And then you can see if you match up. You may not match up with some people, you know, even though she's a good person, you're a good person, she's a submissive, you're a dominant, but y'all you you too energy wise or mentally may not connect. There may be a disconnect, and that's okay. It's okay. It's okay to walk away from a situation like I may not be the best to serve you. You may not be the best to serve me. And that's okay. And you can still keep them as friends and learn from one another and all that. But sometimes you just have to realize, like, listen, and it's okay as a sub to say, you know, your domination isn't my cup of tea. Okay, but you got to know that before you hand your submission over to a man or to the dominant. You have to know that you have to know that you have to know. Well, and don't and do not be desperate. Because you haven't had a dominant or you haven't had a sub that you're like, I'm just going to take the next person coming. And whatever they want, I'm going to bend myself to fit that. Nah, you have to fit in with someone that works right along with you. Like they say, do not put a square peg in a round hole. That is so crucial. Do not put a square peg in a round hole. I want to thank you for listening. You know where to reach me, Sir Inq, on Instagram, Sir Inc. The Experience on Facebook. You can catch me on Kingspace.net, and you can catch me on Twitter, which I'm really not on. I keep saying that, but I have a Twitter account. If you need to hit me there, you can. I want to thank you guys for listening, and also, lastly, check out SirInq.com. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Till next time. It was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inks, the experience podcast.